You're listening to the A Scully Cast, brought to you by www.ascully.com. And here are your hosts, A Scully and Sid Talk. Hello, everybody, and welcome to A Scully Cast after the show, episode three. And this is for Sunday, January the twenty seventh. Today, we're going to be taking a look at the invasion on Blu-ray disc. Well, it's available on HD, DVD, DVD and Blu-ray disc, but we took a look at the Blu-ray release. It's a 2007 movie from our friends at Warner Brothers, and here's Sid Talk with the movie synopsis, I guess. Right. I think unless you've been living under a rock for the last half a century... You mentioned The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> That's the third week on the row. Okay. I, I won't that was it. accidental. No more rock. From this point forward, no more mention of... The, the Rock. rock. <laughs> okay. The Invasion. Okay. In case you don't know anything about it, it is an alien microbe infects people, turns them into like mm, emotionless, robotic, whatever. And it's kind of a political comment on becoming a zombie in society. It's a remake from an original like 50s movie and a, and a novel. That's about it. It it gets remade every fifteen mm, 10, years. 15 years, yeah. And I sound a bit blasé because I don't find it that intriguing. I suppose. Do no, you? I mean, what do you? Uh... On the story, well, if we yeah, we always start with the story, so yeah. let's start with the story. I personally, I like the idea of the story. I always like the idea of something that we can't control that is going to take us like zombies or. Mm. In, I love in this zombies. Case, in this yeah. case, a virus. Well, yeah, we and just... there are elements of that in the movie. the The feeling of it's overwhelming; it'll never end. Um, that kind of feeling, the fear of being completely overwhelmed. So now, I liked those moments for sure. And this is a modern take on in, on invasion of the body snatchers, but it's really the same thing. Just mm-hmm. it, it's in a modern setting. That's really the only different. Well, they added a bit of political. Mm. I'm not sure if they added it. I think they just brought it out a little bit more. A bit more of, you know, the culture we're in today, television and how media presents things to us. The way I look at it, you know, minus the politics, minus that idea of people being brainwashed and controlled by fear by governments, I think of it more as everyday life, that you become a zombie if you give in to all the crap and the rhetoric that you hear on TV and in commercials and on movies and magazines, that you become like a sheep in society with no opinion of your own. You're just like a mirror of everything else that someone else is feeding you and you don't think for yourself. Exactly. I know quite a lot of people like that. Mm. Don't be looking at me. Not you. <laughs> not me. <laughs> I am not like that. I do not like being told what to think or how to act and... I think that's what I get from the movie, which is a cool take on it because even though it's the same story remade over and over and over, even now I, me, in the 21st century, I can make up kind of my own interpretation of it. And it, that's what I apply to my life. So I think it's an, that in that aspect, I find it an interesting movie. Okay. Beyond that. I'm and without, so sure. spo- without really spoiling the movie, well... Oh, no, People no. have pretty much seen this movie anyway. Yeah, but we don't want to talk about the end. But without anything. spoiling it, what I'm saying is the movie starts, but without you know without spoiling the plot, the movie starts with the space shuttle. Is it Endeavor? Like, well, mm, whatever. No, the no, space shuttle. A made up one. A made up space shuttle crack comes comes back from its journey into space, 
and crashes, and it's debris that is left contains a virus it's covered organism, with the alien yeah. organism that will infect us eventually. And basically, that's just what happens after that. Yeah, it's just a living organism. It's a very that, simple story. Like, they spit it into your mouth or into your beverage or something like that, and then you get you go to sleep. That's the key here. After you've been infected. Yeah, once you're infected, you go to sleep, and while you're asleep, you get in this weird cocoony kind of weird thing with slime Let, all over let's, you. Uh, and let's then... say the sentence. It's the REM state of sleep. Mm. When you hit the REM state of sleep, something to do with your antibiotics. Mm, it was whatever. a bit... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> there was a scientist, he tried to a doctor, it. and a psychiatrist. Yeah, it was a bit... It was a bit... The science... <laughs> <laughs> the, the main characters, scientist, doctor, and psychiatrist, psychiatrist were a bit convenient. Oh, yeah. well, come too on. Much. Yeah, but it is a movie. But yeah, yeah it was too a, convenient. It's a classic sci-fi tale, right? So you can't totally undo that. I mean, the 50s movies, when you watch a lot of those kind of horror and sci-fi, there's always those characters who explain everything to you. There's not a lot of mystery involved, you know? So that was... Uh, yeah, it's similar to... Um, Bruce Willis on Armageddon telling you that about the oil. It know, drains why, a little bit of the excitement out of it because you're kind of an asteroid. What? I say it's the same as the speech <laughs> that Bruce Willis gives to say to tell them why you need an oil driller to mm, do the mission. Right. It's kind of yeah, whatever. Well, there are a lot of idiots who watch movies who don't understand things, so I guess they like being told well, even everything. On Armageddon, even when you get explained, you don't understand it. But Shall we say, a side note here, Armageddon is also one of his favorite movies ever. I love it. <laughs> so, so that's the story. Yep, the story is... Alien invasion without ships and without big creepy aliens. They just are a little tiny germ and they go in you and then you become brainwashed into acting like a zombie um, without the bloody skin and stuff hanging on. So off. let's go into the cast, right? <clears throat> uh, leading lady, Nicole Kidman. Yeah. What did we think of her in this movie? I think she was all right. I mean, I really despise that they never let her just be Australian. I don't get that. No, me neither. I don't know why she can't just have her accent. She sounds perfectly fine. And the result of that sometimes is that you get... I mean, I think she's fine, you know? I don't have a problem with her in anything, and she's pretty good. There are a lot of scenes that are pretty intense, and I thought she was fine. However, there are times when she's done her scene, and then for whatever reason, they have her do a voiceover, and it's that weird thing, like when you're watching commercials, and you see a person talking, and the voiceover that's supposed to match them doesn't, and it... Looping. Yeah, the looping is just... It's not that it doesn't match her mouth moving, it's just... It is a bit weird. Yeah, it's a little washed out. I mean, there's just enough of those that it always... It reminds me, why does she need to have an American accent? So that was irritating. But I like her. I thought she was fine. She did a lot of running and and panicking and stuff like that, and that was good. And this was the movie that during filming she got hurt in in the car. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. um, I'm not surprised because there was a lot of her in cars. Yeah, she didn't actually get hurt. That was just media overreacting. Whiplash in her neck or whatever. But what Whatever. I'm saying is um, there was a lot of car incidents there was a lot of action. involving her. There's a lot of action, and it wasn't overwhelming, and it didn't seem out of place. Um, you know, I thought that was... It was a well-balanced movie overall. There was the drama, and there was some... There wasn't a lot of sappiness, which I appreciate. There wasn't... I mean, she has her young son who she's trying to protect, which is fine because that's part of the new modern tale, you know, with this mother who's protecting her son or whatever. And that was fine. They, I didn't feel like it was... I was entertained and captivated by, by the whole time. Well, her and uh, Daniel Craig. 
Well, we're talking about Nicole Kidman first. I just want to mention for all the guys out there, there's an excellent scene where Nicole Kidman wears see-through pants. Mm. And on Blu-ray. Very good. Just wanted to throw that in there. That was great. So, um, Fred- was that the one time you talked during the movie to point out to me, your <laughs> wife, that she was wearing see-through pants, which I could see very clearly. <laughs> okay, so the other, the leading man, straight fresh from ninja training, James is Bond. Um, James Bond's... Um, James Jim. Bond. <laughs> I was thinking of, like, fresh from ninja training, as in Sean Connery is the ninja trained one. So James Bond's descendant, cousin, whatever. Yeah, we're going to do James Bond, you know, one degree of separation here on every movie. But. So um, Daniel Craig, Mr. Sexy Daniel Craig, I guess, mm-hmm. for the for the ladies. Well, first of all, I thought the thing about him being a doctor, and that was pretty convenient. That was irritating. and He had to be a doctor. He had a stethoscope around his, around his yeah. neck. Yeah. I mean, he was a doctor, is, and then he had on a police officer uniform, and you know, the police officer uniform. He looked like one of the guys off the Full Monty, though, didn't he? Like he was just gonna. Yeah, it was alright. It wasn't very police officer looking. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't find him to be that. Um, you know, he was pretty deadpan throughout. So you know, through the thing, you're supposed to always worry who's going to be you know invaded or in you know the body's going to be taken over or Snatched. not. And he was kind of like just pretty flat all the way through. He was cool and sexy, trying to be cool, I guess. Um, Did you notice the of, sexiness? I'm afraid well, I missed it. Well, no, because like I'm just thinking Daniel Craig, all the women love him. They love him as James Bond. Would you like to rephrase that? All the women love you, him? You liked him as Bond? He was fine as Bond. I what, don't love him. What about him? when he comes out of the sea in Casino <laughs> Royale with his little trunks on with his... Yeah, I don't find that to be that iconic of a scene, so it's fine. Isn't that it? Yeah. Whatever. But anyway, Daniel Craig... And he doesn't wear any see-through pants. Fortunately for me. <laughs> yeah. But he, yeah, he was pretty good. But yeah, it, it was like he was phoning it in, really. It was just... Blah. Yes. I yeah. didn't feel like it was... Uh... But uh, then he could have been all panicky and weird and like overacting. And he, but it was fine. I no. just felt it was not... I have to move on to this guy, Jeffrey Wright. Mm-hmm. Now, Jeffrey Wright. Now, I've got something really to say about this guy. I love him. Is in Broken Flowers, a brilliant movie. If you've not seen it, it's a movie with Bill Murray, Bill Murray and Jeffrey Wright. It's brilliant, but you, that's another podcast, I Broken guess. Flowers. Broken Flowers, available now on DVD. All rights reserved. <laughs> okay, so Jeffrey Wright, I loved him in Broken Flowers, but in this movie, he was <laughs> the worst actor I've seen for quite some time. In fact, he has to. he's the scientist guy in the movie, and he has to rattle off some... Kind of explaining to the audience what this antibody and all this, you know, this medical stuff is all about. And oh my god, he was wooden. Very boring, yes. He was like, uh, the antibody of the... I was hoping he would be invaded, you know? Because I was like, ugh. I was hoping something would happen to him. Jesus, he was terrible. I didn't care about him, and I think as we do different more podcasts about movies, you'll find this is a theme for me. If I don't care about somebody... I mean, I really don't care what happens to them. If they get stepped on by the beast, or they get stabbed by the murderer, or they get drowned in the ocean, or they get eaten by something, it's a problem for me. Because it kind of ruins every scene they're in. And he... I mean, I love him too. I think he's really good. But in this really? one, that is what happened. It was like, come on, dude. And this, this performance... I realize nobody was... wanted to outshine Miss Nicole Kidman. I have a feeling that was part of it. I don't know. It just felt like Well, that. the performance was so laid back. I thought he was being invaded as he spoke. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was like, oh, the antibody of the, uh, the, the, the syphilis and the blah, blah, blah. 
don't know what he was saying. <laughs> he explained it, and I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Maybe we like edit that out for the future future DVDs. But yeah, that was unfortunate. It doesn't hurt anything, you know, because it's not that kind of movie where I really, really care. But it was unfortunate. Yeah, I would like to see him again, but he needs to be like he was in Broken Flowers because he was really good. Have some personality. Because he really has got a lot of and personality. And a purpose beyond being the cue card for everyone to explain to us what happens when you go to sleep and the antibodies. He was that, that guy, wasn't he? Yeah. The guy, yeah. So then we've got the Nicole Kidman's son, cute kid. The cute as kid. As you wrote on my cue sheet, the cute kid. <laughs> well, that's Jackson, standard, isn't it? And he's called Jackson Bond, son of James Bond, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what have we got to say about him? He's a cute kid. He was like a kid in a commercial or whatever who smiles at the camera and winks and, you know, looks cool. That was it. We, that's about it. Not really anything else. Now, the last person we want to speak to speak about in the movie is Veronica Cartwright. Who is? She's the alien lady. She's been in Alien... Right? Exactly. She was the... <laughs> with, the sh- with the short yes. hair and the kind of big eyes. Yes, yes. She was the one who was alerted early on that something was horribly wrong. And she was also in the 1970s version of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which she reminds you of in the extras. But she plays a part. And in fact, her her situation, right, between her, she thinks her husband's been invaded kind of thing, and he's, from what you gather, he's been abusive, they have a bad relationship and now she's saying that he's just nothing, he's not emotional, he's not the same. Her story was more interesting to me because you get kind of salt and peppered with her throughout. You see her, you don't see her, you wonder what's happened to her. You see kind of her go from, you know, beginning. I was more interested in what was happening to her and you only saw her for like, I don't yeah, know, she two was minutes really altogether. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just not like super high quality or anything. It was just that her story and the way she does things, I really actually like her. She makes me, I cared more about her. Than I did a lot of the other main characters. And obviously there's a lot of other people in it, but those are the notable ones. <clears throat> was Philip Baker Hall in there? Not that I'm aware of. No, I didn't see him either. Shame, because he would have been better than that Jeffrey Wright guy, probably. <laughs> explaining the virus. Um, director, Oliver Hirschbeagle. Say it correctly. I really don't know how to say it. Hirschbeagle? Hirschbeagle. Hirschbeagle or something. Okay, so... In the extras, they kind of said, kind of made out that, oh, this name attached to the project is so good. Yeah. He's a big deal. But when I went and looked him up on IMDb, he's mostly done German television shows and one movie, The Rise of Adolf Hitler's Third Reich, which I don't know if that was a mega movie or anything because I haven't seen it, but obviously something in his portfolio uh, brought Joel Silver, the producer, which is the guy responsible for the Matrix movies, Mm. producing brought him you know i don't i don't know i don't know who this guy is no idea yeah but the thing is i did like the way it looked i liked the way it visual was. style amazing I yeah thought. i thought it was really, really good. good i liked the you know it had moods and um interesting action and interesting shots and stuff i mean it's an exciting action movie i like the theme but of subdued. it yeah a little bit subdued there was just something about it that didn't make me that like, no. oh, this is great. It was just something, you know, that intangible thing I can't describe. And I was, I was never frightened by it. But the that way might it, have been it. That I was never, I never felt the imminent threat. Because once again, it's that claustrophobia thing. We're in one city. They mention the world is at risk. And, and they mention that the world is at clips ever, on the news that makes yeah. it kind of look a little bit bigger. But it never seems to be as big as you think, as you should think it is. 
Right. Even and I don't know even, how I'll do resolve that, and I can't think of a movie that does it well, but that always puts me in sort of a, you know, okay, Washington, D.C. Well, is threatened and whatever's going to I actually happen. guess, coming back to Armageddon again, mm-hmm. it actually covers... You see scenes of the entire wo- different places, well, key cities in the world being destroyed, which actually conveys that, oh, shit, yeah, it's the planet that's being destroyed. Not, yeah, and as controversial as this may be, Independence Day did it as well, in a very small way. I felt like the whole planet was at risk, you know, just from, and I don't know if, <laughs> don't make that face. But we needed the Americans <laughs> to save us, right? <laughs> I said Nobody it else. was controversial. <laughs> I understand what I'm Actually, saying. Actually, Will is, Smith. We only needed Will Smith. No, he didn't need Will Smith. He needed uh, Jeff, the fly guy. He's the one that. Oh, the president. Actually, needed the guy from Taxi, Judd uh, Hirsch. Oh, the other guy, the crazy guy. That guy. <laughs> the one who, you know, flies up into the thing. Randy and kills Quaid. Yeah, that would Quaid. Be, are we talking about what movie are we talking about here? I don't know. We've gone off. <laughs> that was tangent. a space movie, though. That was Aliens. Fair enough. Armageddon, another space movie. Yeah, we, we mentioned. Got a theme we going seem on. to mention Philip Baker Hall and Armageddon. <laughs> we every week. Let's clarify this. We do not mention Philip Baker well, Hall. Well, I do. Yes. Maybe I'm obsessed with. It. Maybe I need to see a movie about the end of the world starring just Philip Baker Hall. That would be my <laughs> ideal movie. <laughs> Where he's just like sitting in a room waiting for the death to come. Or you know, something? like the one we saw with Will Smith at Christmas time. The um, I'm a legend. I, I am. Legend. I am legend. Like that, but Philip Baker Hall I'm a is legend. Will Smith. Mm. What was that? Was that your? She, I'm a legend. She just said I'm a legend and waved around P Diddy style. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of funny. <laughs> and I'm about as far from P Diddy as you can possibly imagine. Okay, so we've covered the directs. We've covered the whole lot there. The DVD, well, Blu-ray disc in mm-hmm. this case, extras. First of all, oh yeah, mention, first of let all, let me mention the number strength. one extra is you pop in the DVD, and the movie starts. Blu-ray disc. Yeah, the Blu-ray. It just starts. There are no trailers. There's only one little warning that's kind of actually cool little retro thing. That's it. You're almost weirded out by it because I'm, you know, the credits came and then, you know, the production company, da 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 da. And then the movie just starts. There is no main menu at the beginning. There's no like onslaught of what's coming next, what's coming next, I, next year on DVD. Can None I say that. that Disney needs to take a cue from this book that Warner Brothers have done here? Oh, yes. And not put 50 million trailers in front of the movie so I can get to the movie. Yeah, it's excellent because when you want the menu, as as you've pointed out to me, DVD, I mean Blu-ray, you just pop it up, that's it. So let's go on the menus, just Boring. standard, yeah. Yeah, really bad. It's just a plain blue thing that well, pops up. Well, it's kind of scruffy looking like cement or street or something. It ain't but... good though. No. <laughs> And there's like, no play all feature, which always gets on my... Yeah, Having to click all the individual Yeah, you watch one, then it goes back. Then no, you it's watch not one. so bad on this one, because there's only four extras on the mm. entire thing. But So we had the four extras. Let me just get my box like I do every week. Mm-hmm. Rattle the box. Okay, so, I can tell you what they are. So, number one extra was... There was three featurettes, which, like I said to you, they were just bloody... TV promos. TV promos. One of them was called The Invasion, A New Story, which explained how this was different to the other ones, I yeah. guess. Didn't explain anything. It Didn't explain just... anything. We saw a bit of on-the-set footage. Kind of like if you're watching E! Entertainment, that's what you would see maybe during one of their shows. Or, you or know, the things like on HBO where it's like, The Invasion, a sneak look. Mm-hmm. Like that, the 15-minute yeah. thing. And then there was a second featurette called The Invasion on the Set, mm. which... Didn't really cover much of on the set apart from like a couple of talking heads. And... Yeah. And then there was the third feature out, which is the invasion snatched, which just talked about 
they're all the kind of the same. They all seem the same to me. Yeah, they? they're it very was, short it, and yeah, probably three or four minutes each, and that was it. Now the main feature is the we've been snatched before invasion in media history, mm. which was like a fifteen-minute documentary style. Was it only 15 minutes? Yeah, it really was. I thought it was like about two hours long. (laughs) It It wasn't very, it was very dull. And you know what it was? One of those, like, I don't know, like, not a mock documentary, but they had these weird scientist people talking about pandemics and epidemics and what could really take over the world and blah, blah, blah. But they're supposed to be believable. And yet, for some reason, they felt a bit fictional, but they're not. I don't know. It was not, it was just another promo thing, basically. And to, Get plant seeds in your mind that, oh, maybe we could be taken over by some germ. It was trying to put an intellectual spin on a movie with a, with a, you know, of of the idea of this movie Mm. over the, but like, it it didn't really, it was boring. It was boring. I wasn't um, compelled to watch it through. I almost. I think my mind actually wandered to what I'm going to make for dinner. So I don't remember, I got it blocked out. I kept looking at the, there was a strange (laughs) thing. It was all, all the extras were in high definition. All of them. There's, there is no SD content on this disc. And there was a weird doctor in that. He, like, he kind of like a blue... Yes, what, he had a glow around. It's like he had a blue screen what behind him. What was all him. that about? He was like, and then was like, like they like couldn't weird. afford a real doctor's office to put him in. <laughs> yeah, it's like so that too. A, a, a I thought it was just my imagination. Here's a stethoscope. Weird. Here's a picture of a doctor's office. Stand there. And when they put him on front of it, and somewhere oh, in the editing weird. process, they did a bad job of like erasing his yeah, background. Yeah, because he had, he had, he had a, like a weird glow. <laughs> so like, if you want to see that, that's interesting. So I was like, is this guy a real doctor or just a guy with a stethoscope? I don't recall what he said, but I remember thinking those books behind him are blurry, but yeah. the books in front of him aren't. I'm not sure why that is. I was like, oh my god, he's being invaded right now. And the blurry thing is, oh wow. Yeah, it's weird. It's definitely worth seeing just for that. Just If you're a paranoid freak who thinks, yes, there are aliens and yes, there are germs that are invading our bodies or that the government has planted all kinds of weird stuff out, then you you might find this interesting. But So that that is it for extras. No commentary, no nothing. I don't. And that's fine. Yeah, it's fine because it isn't a movie that you really want to go into depth on. Um, at all, really. Not I, at all. I don't really want to wear Oliver Herb- In fact, when Herbenspiegel. you said, oh, we got to watch the extras now, I was like, mm, whatever. Yeah. Well, we watched them. We did. We actually made it through all of four <laughs> of them. And it was great. Not. So, what did we think of the picture quantum video, uh, audio on the Blu-ray disc? I thought the audio was really good. Yeah, sounded good. And there was a lot of crashes and um, weird background, you know, I don't the know. The spatial you know uh, crashing at the beginning. Was really it didn't good. actually crash. I, I'm not well, sure. Well, entering the, the pa- pieces broke entering apart, the atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. That sounded really good. And it did look... It was a really good... You know, it's a 2007 mm, movie. There were a few dodgy special effects, but, you know... I'm, I'm talking more of uh, picture quality, but mm-hmm. it, is, it was... I'm thinking, though, if it wasn't in Blu-ray, you wouldn't notice kind of the bad Some CGI the helicopter CGI. and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, the CGI. <laughs> I, just, I wasn't sure if you noticed that, but the I CGI did. Heli- yeah, it was very poor. The contrast of the helicopter is just a little bit off, so that looks like whoever stuck it on the And the, the scene people looking look- out of the window of <laughs> yes, the helicopter look like wiggly. they weren't really there. Yeah. <laughs> like the doctor in the office. And what actually. I'm saying is, if it wasn't Blu-ray, you might not notice, you know? So sometimes Blu-ray yeah, sometimes is not always maybe, great. Maybe you really need to go back to VHS for some reason. Maybe if you watched it, say, on your Zune or on your PSP, you wouldn't notice. You wouldn't notice. It'd be fine. You do notice it on a 50-inch television <laughs> in high definition. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's have a uh, conclusion. What did we think of the movie overall? Did we like it? Um, um, I liked I can say it. I didn't really. I didn't 
I can't say I we might disliked be it. it. Mm. I wasn't. First of all, like I said, when I don't really care, you know what happens in the end. It kind of drains a lot of the excitement out of it for me. But what I did like were it was it was good to were was. I did like looking at it. I thought Nicole Kidman was fine. I liked that I wasn't always 100% sure what was happening from scene to scene, although I probably could figure out what's going to happen ultimately. But it was okay. My mind wandered a couple times, so that's never a good sign. Um, If you like sci-fi things, you like Nicole Kidman, and it's Saturday night or Friday night, and you want to just watch something for fun, i say it's fair. Fair. It's very average. Very average. If I'd have paid for this Blu-ray disc, for instance. I like Nicole Kidman, and I saw this on wherever I buy my Blu-ray disc from, and I'd paid me $30 for it, and I watched it, I would have been very disappointed. Really? Now, if I saw it on HBO for free, mm. I probably would have enjoyed HBO it. isn't free. <laughs> well, it is. Well, sometimes it is. Sometimes it's free. <laughs> Not anymore, though. How about if you went to the theater and you saw it, but there were people talking and people chomping and stuff, and it was distracting? Would that bother? Would that be worth the seven dollars? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I like uh, these elements. I liked. I like Nicole Kidman. I like the see-through pants. I like James <laughs> Bond. Kind of. I prefer him in James Bond. I like. I didn't like Jeffrey Guy. I kind of like the invasion people. The Mm-hmm. I guess you could call them zombies in a sense, yeah. but they're not really. But yeah, I liked the effect of the way they are, and I liked the kind of broodingness of the whole movie. It felt brooding. I liked the cinematography because mm-hmm. there were some brilliant shots. I kind of like the story. It, it's really, it's not. I, I don't, don't want to watch it again. In this movie, Nicole Kidman was the thing I was watching for every time because I really liked the way she did whatever she did. She had a. I love the way it looked. And that was enough to kind of string me along. Yeah, really. It's more of a style over substance. And it sure. might be that. I mean, my brain's not clicked into the subtleties of it and all that stuff, but, no, you know. I, I, there are subtleties there, which the guys discussed on the documentary, but then it's not that deep. I would like to have felt a little more panic and a little more threat. Yeah, me too. It's a little more exciting. And a bit more of it being global mm-hmm. than it was, but it wasn't. But it was interesting and they... It's went, not worth... It's not. Think? A, it's not worth a purchase, in my eyes. I would rent it. It's worth a view, definitely. Yeah. If you like, you know, actually see it on pay per view. And if you've seen the others, you might as well see every incarnation of certain movies. It's fair enough, you know. And every- if you love Invasion of the Body Snatchers, <laughs> the the various movies that have been made of it, mm. yeah, you'll like it. You'll mm. like it. You might not like it, but at least you will have completed the trilogy the s- so far. You'll have your or set. the I don't know. I guess how many there's three so far. Is there just three? I'm sure there are other versions of the same kind of story, but. So that's the invasion, mm. in a nutshell, I guess. So we're going to wrap this podcast up. We want to just remind you of a few things that you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Zoom Marketplace, correct, and using any podcatcher. I use Juice myself, um, and you can get find the RSS feed on. I won't say www <laughs> I will just say ascully.com A-S-C-U-L-L-Y dot com you can always find the RSS feed link on the main page and if you have any comments or you want to ask us a question maybe if you want to know what ascully means you can maybe ask I'll tell you you can maybe <laughs> ask us a question 
on the email address ascully at ascully.com A-S-C-U-L-L-Y so that's about it for this week and anything you want to say Sid Talk um, you can visit my website for art and stuff that's SidTalk.com C-I-D-T-A-L-K W-W-W-C-I-D-T-A-L-K what's W-W-W and that's it that's it thank you very much for listening we appreciate every single email. and we've had we had another 200 subscribers this week so we're up to not subscribers but listeners so we're we've had 700 listeners yeah we had 700 people listen to this podcast last week you're brave people you're brave people and you've got good taste i don't even listen to it (laughs) (laughs) that's that's a lie you listen to it three times (laughs) well then i count as three people so that's it for this week and stay classy san diego have a nice week or whatever goodbye